Hey everybody, welcome in to Mornings on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. It's great to be able to stop again and talk about what's going on in Giles, Murray, and Lawrence counties as seen in the pages of your community newspapers. Make sure you get yours either by subscription on racks or online and get yours today, your local newspaper. I am Scott Stewart. I'm the publisher of the Plasky Citizen, the Lawrence County Advocate, and Main Street Murray. And uh, I'm going to get us started off with a quick note before we uh, head off into the weekly wraps of our newspapers. Before we get started today, I want to bring attention to something in all three of our newspapers this week, and that is an article from one of our Mornings on Main Street Southern Middle Tennessee show sponsors, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic, which has announced that they are joining forces with Tennessee Orthopedics Clinic and they will be operating under the new name Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. So congratulations, guys. Find out all about that in this week's editions of the Main Street Murray, Pulaski Citizen, and Lawrence County Advocate. Also stay with us through the wraps today because after the Pulaski Citizen wrap, I've got an interview with Tammy Pierchowski at Pulaski Star Theater about an amazing play that's coming up, and you're not going to want to miss this, okay? So let's get started with Main Street Murray. In Main Street Murray this week, the Murray County School Board has approved $63 million to fund the North Columbia Elementary School, and that is set to open in fall of 2025. The board also approved $1.6 million in school bus replacements. Olivia Adams has the story on the front page of this week's Main Street Murray. Also on the front, the Mount Pleasant Commission accepted a bid for its downtown revitalization project at a special called meeting recently. Murray County's efforts to enact an impact fee on new construction may be gaining some traction or at least a little more receptive audience there on Capitol Hill, according to Representative Scott Sapicki. Editor Chris Gregory tells us all about it right there on page one. A Columbia Academy senior has been selected to perform at Carnegie Hall. What a great honor for that student. Finally on the front page, Mule Day has launched a CTE scholarship program. So if you got kids trying to figure out what to do after they graduate, you might want to look into that CTE scholarship program that has uh, been launched by Mule Day. Murray County officials discussed proposed legislation that would potentially put a cap on how much property taxes can be raised each year. There's a very good article and about the discussion on that on page A2 this week. Armada Nutrition will expand its Spring Hill operations. Murray County Public Schools has hired John Micah Clayton as its Director of Student Services. Spring Hill is looking to add police officers and Duck River Electric plans a home energy workshop coming up. Obituaries, funding games, classifieds, and nowhere else do you get all the deals at Piggly Wiggly except for in Main Street Murray. And let me tell you, They've got some deals right there, middle of the paper, two pages worth, all in color. Pick up your copy today, if for no other reasons, to find out all the deals at Piggly Wiggly. Make sure you get your copy today. I tell you what, let's pitch it to Mo and find out all about Murray County Sports. Thanks, Scott. This week's edition of Main Street Murray, the print edition, includes, well, it's that time of year, high school sports postseason coverage. We have got wrestlers heading to state tournaments after performances this past weekend. Girls in their region up at Spring Hill. 
boys in their sectional up at Independence. And so, again, we've got 14 guys and six girls that will be hunting state championships this weekend at the Williamson County Ag Expo in Franklin and coverage of all of that in our print edition today. Also, basketball continues. We've got teams going down the postseason path as Columbia Academy has advanced into the state 12, as they call it, in Division 2A. We've also got a boatload of teams that have advanced to region tournament play or will have advanced, have secured spots in this weekend's region quarterfinals and in some cases are still playing for district tournament championships. But again, coverage of all that in Main Street Murray in print this week. Um, also, we've got box scores from last week's action. We've got stat leaders on the basketball court. We've got a couple of um, Columbia State entries in the print edition as the Charger baseball team had its home opener last week. Results from that, and we'll keep you up to date on them. And we had a Columbia State women's soccer player who will continue her collegiate career at the four-year level. Coverage of that as well. So be sure and check out the print edition of Main Street Murray here as we... Um, get you up to date on everything going on across the sports landscape here in and around Murray County. Um, online this week, again, we'll continue keeping you up to date with postseason play both for high school wrestling and high school basketball and just following those folks as they go along. So that's what we've got here out of Columbia. We will continue with Mornings on Main Street, the Southern Middle Tennessee edition after this. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the Pig. Having a good confident smile and being able to portray that positivity to others is really helpful. A professional family atmosphere is what we get every time we come here. Our hygienists do a better job at kind of assessing mouths and coming up with plans than most dentists do. They're very kind and they're very aware of other people. I think if there's things that I would want you to leave here with, I want you to feel like you were heard, that we listened to you, and I want you to feel like that your concerns were addressed. Since 1975, Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint Clinic has treated the orthopedic needs of Middle Tennessee residents. The trained physicians provide surgical options and minimally invasive options to treat all orthopedic needs. The walk-in clinic, OrthoQuick, helps you bypass the ER while treating sports injuries and acute needs Monday through Saturday. Visit MTBJ online at mtbj.net or on social media at Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint Clinic. In the Lawrence County Advocate Rep this week, there's a lot of news out of Loretto this week. The Loretto Board of Mayor and Aldermen approved measures that will allow Loretto firemen to start answering first responder calls assisting local emergency services. Sandy Mashburn has that story and an article about upgrades and renovations at the Loretto Senior Club, both of those on the front page this week. February 27th is the last day to vote early in the March 5th primary, so don't forget that. Loretta Lift Up Museum is holding its Polar Bear Plunge benefit. 
Carrie Staggs tells us the what's, the when's, the where's, the why's, the how's, and all you have to do is provide the who's. And uh, we'll find out all about that uh, in on the front page of today's paper. The Loretto Lady Mustangs and Summertown Eagles claim their respective district tournament championships uh, Saturday in some classic high school basketball action. I mean, if you were down there at Loretto, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The winning teams are on this week's front page. Also, inside, we've got information on the past week on Capitol Hill with Representative Kip Capley's Capital Review. In the Lawrence County Advocate and Pulaski Citizen this week, you're going to find an article by one of the young production assistants on a play that's coming up at Pulaski Star Theater. It's actually two plays about children uh, of the Holocaust that are being combined together. There's some great information about the play and some great photos as well. And also, don't forget, coming up, I've got an interview with Tamri Pierchowski of Star, so hang on for that. We've got the latest from the Flower Lovers Circle. The Historical Society meets Thursday. Photos from the St. Joseph's Lions Club. And February's By Carol column by Carol Modlin. Obituaries, town criers, classifieds, fun and games, church page. With a message from Kevin Marston of Coleman Memorial United Methodist Church here in Lawrenceburg. In sports, find out all about the latest in high school basketball. Just like I was telling you, we're headed into region tournaments now. And uh, with all of our girls' teams playing Friday at 7 p.m. and all of our boys' teams playing Saturday at 7 p.m., all of the Lawrence County teams uh, are hosting their first-round region games except for one, and that's the Lawrence County High School Lady Wildcats, who will be traveling to Livingston Academy Friday to play their first-round game. All the other games are uh, here in Lawrence County. We'll keep you updated on the latest from Loretto, Summertown, and Lawrenceburg and Livingston as far as that goes this weekend on LawrenceCountyAdvocate.net and on our Facebook page. Uh, speaking of sports, hey, let's throw it over to Wade Neely and find out what's going on with the Pulaski Citizen Sports Wrap this week. Hey guys, Wade Neely here, sports editor at the Pulaski Citizen. And man, do we have a jam-packed edition for you guys this week we got a little bit of everything obviously basketball is kind of our focal point as district play is a uh, district tournament play is just about concluded we had to bid adieu unfortunately to the giles county bobcats and the giles county lady bobcats they both suffered losses in the district eight triple a quarterfinals early last week so their seasons have come to an unfortunate end. However, the Richland Lady Raiders and the Richland Raiders have continued to not just keep playing, but continue to keep winning. As last week uh, on Thursday and Friday, it was the Richland Lady Raiders getting a nice win in their semifinal game. The Richland Boys followed up with a nice win in their uh, semifinal game as well. And that kind of led into the early portion of this week where a little bit of a spoiler, but we'll go ahead and let you guys know that on Monday night, the Lady Raiders did get their district championship. Very hard fought uh, contest versus Cornersville, but the Lady Raiders are champs. We're recording this on Tuesday, so we don't know just yet, but the Richland Raiders, uh, the boys basketball team, they will be in action tonight or Tuesday night, as it were, uh, taking on Santa Fe in what should be a big game. That's not all that we have, though, in this week's edition. We've got a lot of stuff from UT Southern, as the Firehawks have really kind of got a lot of things rocking and rolling. We have features on the UT Southern swim programs, which uh, recently concluded its conference championships. Didn't do so well as a team, but, man, did they impress. They set a lot of program uh, personal and personal bests. 
including a local swimmer who you're going to want to read about. Uh, so make sure you pick up uh, this week's edition and check out all the latest for some local flair in terms of the UT Southern swim program. Speaking of local flair, speaking of UT Southern, softball off to a fast start as the Firehawks picked up four wins last week, and they were really led by three in particular, former Giles County Lady Bobcats, and they also have a former Richland Lady Raider on the squad as well, and we featured those local standouts who are now doing great things for UTS. Again, the Firehawks picking up four wins last week. The UT Southern men's basketball team, they had been on such a roll, but all good things must come to an end, unfortunately, as the Firehawks saw their 19-game win streak snapped on the road Thursday night versus William Carey University. Tough place to play. Firehawks dropped a close one, but unfortunately, they also uh, saw two ejections late in that contest. As Brandon Brown, one of their standout uh, players for the UTS program, was uh, tossed with the second technical late. And also head coach Dugan Line received two technical fouls. So both of those guys were not available on Saturday and their uh, absence did pay unfortunate dividends as UTS also lost on Saturday on the road at Loyola. But all's well that ends well, I suppose, as the Firehawks, even though they lost both games this weekend, they still clinched the Southern States Athletic Conference Championship. Thanks to uh, Stillman College losing a game over the weekend, the Firehawks are the conference champs. And they will get ready uh, to close their regular season this weekend versus Blue Mountain. So hats off to UTS. We got a lot of stuff on the Firehawks in this week's edition, including your first peek, if you haven't already seen it, at that brand new Firehawk logo. Make sure you check out this week's edition in print. You can check it there. Or if you missed anything, you can always find it online at PulaskiCitizen.com. Quick reminder that we are your destination for all things Richland Raiders in terms of broadcasting going forward. Mark Mize and Jennifer Hawkins will bring you all of the action for the remainder of the season as the Raiders are now well into uh, postseason play. They kick off region action on Friday and Saturday of this week, and all of those will be broadcast on Pulaski Citizen Live. You can find a link at PulaskiCitizen.com, or as always, you can download the Mixler app and search PCL Richland. That's uh, an update on all things Giles County. Wayne Neely here, sports editor of the Pulaski Citizen. We'll see you next time. Piggly Wiggly, located in Neely's Mill Shopping Center, is Columbia's locally owned and operated Cost Plus 10 grocery store dedicated to serving the community with low prices and smiling faces. Piggly Wiggly offers fresh, hand-cut meats daily as well as daily hot plate lunches from their deli counter. You're certain to see smiling faces and a helping hand when you're here at Piggly Wiggly. Come by and check out our fresh produce, high-quality meats, and more. Down home, down the street, we'll see you at the Pig. I've always met wildest expectations as far as taking care of my teeth and my health. You know, teeth health is very important now to your heart. And I told him one day, I said, I'd love to have nice teeth and nice hair. And uh, he said, uh, well, I can take care of the teeth, but I can't take care of the hair. And I said, you can make my teeth? He said, yeah. I said, well, let's go for it. And he did. And I have been tremendously pleased. Dr. Hart, if you need him at night, he's here. This staff here will take care of you 24-7. You don't have to worry about, I can't get a hold of my dentist, my tooth's hurting. No, they will be here for you. And if I could get Dr. Hart to take that same artistry that he has and grow hair, then he would, he would be double rich.
Hey everybody, welcome into the Pulaski Citizen Wrap this week. Charles Davis Buster Stanford is our Citizen Spotlight this week. He is top and center of the front page right there in our place of honor in the Pulaski Citizen. On the front page, the Pulaski Board of Mayor and Alderman approved a water system model to help create a list of capital projects needed to improve the city's water system that is designed also to make the system more robust. The community radio auction held last Sunday made $21,000 in the first week, and week two is coming up this Sunday, so do not miss it. You can catch it on WKSR Radio. You can catch it on the Pulaski Citizen Facebook page and on the Pulaski Citizen Live YouTube channel. All of those with sound and, uh, and video, on the obviously, on the uh, social media sites. The Chamber of Commerce held its annual bash celebration recently with the long-standing members recognized and businesses and organizations of the year honored. Linville Mayor Robert White commended those who assisted the town during the water crisis during the cold weather back in January. More than that from the Linville Board of Mayor and Alderman earlier this month on page three this week. A salt truck rolled over on Pigeon Roost Road recently and the mitigation of the effects of that rollover and spill are still underway. Johnny Phelps Giles Pass includes a highlights of Kedron this week. The American Legion is celebrating 75 years on the hill Saturday. Now listen to me. You can read all about it this week, but if you'll catch our Friday mornings on Main Street right here on our, on our Facebook page, uh, you will also see an interview I did with Diana Stillman up at the Legion. And they are still, they will allow people to call up and reserve uh, your spot up there at the American Legion for their celebration Saturday. Uh, just give the Legion a call. Give them a call up there at the Legion. Obituaries, backward glances, court docket, property transfers, community briefs, and church directories all in this week's edition as always. Finally, on the front page of this week uh, paper, Star Theater will present Children of the Holocaust on March 1st and 2nd. And we've got an article from one of the young production assistants as well as some spectacular photography with the cast members. And I've got an interview coming right up after this with Tammy Pierchowski over at Star Theater to show you what's going on over there leading up to the March 1st and 2nd show. So make sure you pick up your copy of the Pulaski Citizen this week and let's go see what Tammy has to say at Star Theater. Hey everybody, Scott Stewart here with you. I'm in Pulaski, Tennessee. And this is Tammy Pierchowski, and we are at Star Theater. Mm -hmm. And if you can't tell, there's stuff going on. Yeah. And and the biggest stuff is that we love the chandelier. So I made the shot. So yeah, I cut me and Tammy <laughs> short a little bit, but we we had to get the we had to get the chandelier in, right? So, Absolutely. So Tammy, uh, we've done a lot of uh, interviews with you, uh, and I just wanted to find out what's going on because you told me there's a lot going on here and I walked in and you were right, there is a lot. There's so much going on here. So we decided to do a little renovation, started this back up over the holidays. And uh, what we've done is we're trying to make this place more comfortable for our audience and more conducive to our cast. Yeah. So believe it or not, the next time you come back into Star Theater, there will be no stage that's elevated. Nope, it is actually dropped down to the floor level and we are going to be putting platforms for our chairs to sit on out here in the house. 
So now we're actually going to have um, an opportunity for you to see better. You're not going to be looking into the back of somebody's head anymore. What? Yeah. Well, that's so fun. I, well, you know, we were just trying to, you know, mix it up a little bit. <laughs> the walls are like a Venetian plaster. We have new sconce lights coming in that are going to match our chandelier. So it's really what we're trying to do is create not only a beautiful theater space for us, but an event center. So now for, you know, weddings and parties and such, we have a little bit classier place. So we're oh, just super I, excited. We just want you to get an idea of what's going on at Star Theater. Mm -hmm. If any of you guys uh, in Southernville, Tennessee have not been to Star Theater, number one, get on down here. Yeah. Uh, we're going to tell you in just a minute what's going on over the next few months. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got some, there's some great stuff. So I'm, I'm just going to be quiet and let Tammy go. Yeah. Just tell us what's coming up. Absolutely. So the next four months, believe it or not, in the middle of all of this construction, we have two shows that are in full-on rehearsal, and the directors are ready to bring this one oh, back over sure. it. Yeah. But they're doing such a great job with their cast, finding any space available to yeah. rehearse in. Uh, they can't wait to take the stage. Hopefully this weekend we'll be able to get them on the stage to rehearse. But our first production up is going to be The Children of the Holocaust. Oh, man. Um, and that's Holocaust Remembrance. Um, you can't forget that history, and it's Absolutely. very valuable. And Marianne Trimble is directing that show with a beautiful cast of young people. So tell us what's coming on after the Holocaust. So after the Holocaust in April, we have um, Joseph and the Technicolor, the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. I love it. That one is high energy, not what you think. If you know whatever you have in your mind about that, if you've never seen it, it's, it's not a good what you show. Think. It's a fantastic high energy um, show. So please, yeah. Sandy Slayton, Mavertheris is our director on that one. Who has done team. some amazing stuff. Oh, I know. If you it. didn't say Newsies. I know. Hey, yeah. Newsies was amazing. It was. Yeah. It was. Our directors, we could not be more proud of the directing teams right. we have. They are professional. They are certified. They are, you know, they know what they're doing, and we appreciate their work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing. You've got some great talent yeah. with the directors and the people that are the kids yeah. and the adults. And the volunteers. And everybody and the volunteers yeah, and everything. Yeah, do this it is, without them. This is true volunteer theater here, y'all, yeah. but, but it is high quality. Uh, theater as well. And I'll tell you that from my Thank own, so from much. my own personal. Uh, so, you know. Oh my so, goodness. So, well, so we've got uh, the Holocaust. Mm -hmm. We've we got Joseph in the color dream coat. Mm -hmm. Now, what's we, what else we got? So after that, in May, Rosie um, uh, Craft, Rosalind Craft, is our technical director up there right now, working on the technical things uh, with our guys. Um, she is actually going to be directing. She does that as well. Um, our children, and it's going to be a five-year-old to twelve-year-old. And then the 12-year-olds to 19 are going to help her, help her with the creative, meaning they're going to be the ones that are going to be designing the set, designing the lights, the costumes, so makeup. Awesome. That but kind of goes young, along with your education. It does. Stuff. It does. And that's what this is. It's an education-based program. And registration is going on now for that. So all of this can be found on our website, startheater.org. Mm -hmm. You can find all of that information. Then during the summer, we have got, um, we're, we're hoping to do Frozen in June. <laughs> when we had frozen last month. Are you going to turn the air conditioning? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Good, yeah. We had frozen this last month pretty good, but we're going to bump it on out into June. But you won't be able to put Olaf outside. Maybe not. In here, and I can't wait to see it. Yep. Uh, we are, i tell you what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to take just a minute, if y'all will just give us a second, mm -hmm. and we are going to go upstairs into Antoinette Hall, which a lot of people don't get a chance right. to see Antoinette right. Hall. Although, if all you got to do is come down here and ask Tammy, I'll she'll take, take you through it. But we're going to go up in Antoinette Hall because we think it'll give us a really good uh, yeah. atmosphere for what we're going to talk about. Because we want to talk about the Holocaust uh, show that's coming up, and and that's a really great place we think to do it up so, there. So we'll be back in just a minute. Be right back. All right, hey guys, we're back, and we've moved upstairs 
here at Antoinette Hall. I don't know if you guys know about Antoinette Hall, and we don't have time to do it all here, Tim. Oh, we've done it before. Someday we will, yeah. <laughs> we don't have time to do the, tell everything about it, but we'll, we'll, we'll do that again one day. But if you want to find out about Antoinette Hall, you can go to startheater.org. Mm -hmm. right. Startheater.org. And there's a been an effort on for several years now to uh, renovate this beautiful place. Mm -hmm. Great history in this room and, and a more somber setting for us to talk about the next uh, play that's coming up mm -hmm. that you were talking about, which is the Holocaust. Uh, talk about it real quick. Right. So it's actually going to be a combination of two plays into one. It's Children of the Holocaust, and the second one is Can You Hear Them Crying? Okay. And as you can imagine from the titles, this is about the children. And it's actually taken from accounts from writings that were found. Yeah. Um, and the experiences that these children had um, going through that, that terrible time yeah. in their lives and their families' lives. Um, there's, it's, it's set to some music. There is some dance in, involved with a, a particular performer that's in the show. Um, Marianne Trimble is the director on it, and she's done Amazing. just an outstanding job. Not only, Marianne has a, a way of, of um, digging into the history. She doesn't just like put someone up on the stage and say, read these lines. She wants them to research and to learn and to try to figure out to who that it. character it's is. It's more feeling it. than it is recited. Correct, yeah. yeah, especially on these historical ones. Um, she's got some wonderful um, support staff on this that are helping her with the historical. Um, she is working in tandem with the Tennessee Holocaust Commission. Okay, good. Because she wants to be accurate, too. It's not Absolutely. just telling the story, but it's about telling it correctly. But anyway, I just... I, I just want, I can't say enough how much I thank you guys in Southern Middle Tennessee, Murray County, Lawrence County, Giles County, and anybody else that's seeing this will appreciate coming down here for an evening. And all this stuff that we're talking about will be in the papers, right. all three of our papers. Yeah. will also be on our website, also on your website. There's no excuse no. for not coming down here and, t and coming in with Tammy and uh, the guys and seeing them and seeing what the, the mm -hmm. results of what you just saw downstairs, right. all that stuff. Right, right. Yeah, the exciting thing about it, too, is that we, we really, grant funding is a lot of our resources. Yeah. The Tennessee Arts Commission is what's afforded us to do what we're doing sure. downstairs. Yes. But that always keeping in mind, it's not just about, you know, like going overboard to pad things for us. It's about the audience and it's about your experience. And we every time you walk in the doors, we want you to see something new and, and go, wow, yeah. they care about, you know, about the audience. March 1st and 2nd is our Holocaust production. Right. So get your tickets now. They are on sale at yeah. startheater.org. You're right here on the Pulaski Square. You get to see our beautiful courthouse. I know. You get to see this beautiful building. Yeah. And uh, no better place in the world to be and to come and see what I expect is going to be a very moving a uh, very moving play for you to see. So come on down. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you. Absolutely, Scott. From the Tennessee Valley Weather Channel, this is your weather today. We'll start out here with your Build Your Day hourly forecast brought to you by Parks Lumber Company. And after a cool start this morning in the upper 30s and lower 40s, we warm quickly through the day with mostly sunny to partly cloudy skies and a strong south wind into the upper 60s and the lower 70s for daytime highs. Staying dry today, but rain is in the forecast as we head into our Thursday. Here's the future cast breakdown for the next 24 hours. Mostly clear this morning, warming out of the 30s and the 40s up into the 50s pretty quickly by late morning, then through the 60s, and several of us may hit the lower 70s by the afternoon. Gusty south wind of 15 to 20 miles per hour, along with mostly sunny skies. We do start to increase that cloud cover 
later into the overnight, however, and with the gusty south winds, I don't think we get out of the low to mid-50s for morning lows around daybreak on our Thursday morning. Maybe a few showers around as early as the morning, but better chances of showers and a few rumbles of thunder as we hit Thursday afternoon into Thursday evening ahead of this cold front boundary. Don't expect any severe storms with that. All that's gone before we get into Friday, clearing skies by time. Slightly cooler air behind that system. That continues into Saturday before we start a bigger warming trend beginning Sunday and going into next week. So near, near 70 or into the lower 70s today, still on the warm side for Thursday. Slightly cooler, but seasonable behind that frontal system toward the upper 50s Friday and Saturday. And then we're back in the upper 60s and eventually the low to mid 70s as we hit Sunday into the first half of next week. I do think several people will see the mid-70s for the first time this year as we head toward Tuesday and or Wednesday of next week. Your hometown forecast for today, upper 60s, lower 70s out there with partly cloudy skies and a breezy south wind over southern middle Tennessee. More of the same over northwest Alabama, except most of us hitting the lower 70s here over the shoals in northwest Alabama. Seven-day forecast from the Tennessee Valley Weather Center looking dry today, but Showery at times on our Thursday and maybe a few afternoon and early evening thunder showers. No severe storms expected. Slightly cooler Friday into Saturday. Then a big warming trend going from late weekend into early next week. I think we'll be low to mid 70s Tuesday with a few showers and breezy conditions there. There's Luke July to 70 forecast. Kelly Rosson is in the Weather Center live at noon with another check of your local weather. So that's it for this week's Morning on Main Street, Southern Middle Tennessee. See, I told you we'd have a little fun today, right? We appreciate each and every one of you who pick up our newspapers each week to keep up with what's going on in your community. You are exactly why we do what we do. So get your copy of Lawrence County Advocate, Main Street Murray, and the Pulaski Citizen right now.